Word Radio On Demand, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD. Streaming live at wordradio.com. You're listening to The Source with Andrea Lawful Sanders on Word Radio. Streaming live on wordradio.com and the Word Radio app. Lori D. Jones-Brown is the chief executive officer of Phil Abundance, a hunger relief agency serving nine countries. Mm-mm-mm. I'm sorry, nine counties across southeastern Pennsylvania and southern New Jersey. She formerly served as a managing director of the city of Philadelphia, chief of staff for Rutgers University Camden and chief of external affairs for the school district of Philadelphia. In her current role, Jones Brown represents full abundance on the boards of Feeding Pennsylvania and Hunger Free Pennsylvania. She also serves on the boards of Jefferson Health Plans, Independence Foundation. When, 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 do, when do you sleep, Laura Lee? Good morning, my sister. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I am so good. So glad I got to sit with you at the 6ABC Black History Month event. You were like, I think I'm the only person you have an interview. Well, we are fixing that today, Lori. <laughs> oh, my God. It was so much fun sitting beside you and learning, you know, from you. Tell us about Phil Abundance. What is it for those who have never heard the name before? Well, first of all, thank you so much for allowing me and allowing us a platform to talk to your to your listeners about Phil Abundance. You know, I think so many people have heard of Phil Abundance. This is actually our 40th year. And I know we're a food bank. So chances are uh, people who are listening, their church, their mosque. Um, their community center, um, they have a food pantry. They have a way that people can get access to free groceries. And chances are we've provided that from Phil Abundance. Um, people probably don't know that in addition to making sure people have food every day, we're also trying to address those root causes. What are the systematic issues that lead to people not having enough money for food? Um, so we have a workforce development program I'd love to talk to your listeners about. We are always in D.C. advocating um, really to change programs, to, to change policies and programs to so support people across the region. Right. And so how many people, so a mm, mm, couple of questions. How are you funded? That's the first one. And the second one is how many people are you serving each year? Yep. Great questions. So in terms of how we're funded, we're funded by people who are listening in now. Um, the reality is across this region, people are incredibly generous. So we're funded by everyday folks that say, you know what? I once was hungry or somebody in my family was. I don't think that's right or that's fair. So I'm going to send in $5, $10, $100. So most of our funding really comes from everyday people. Um, we periodically get some food from, from government. So we, a little bit of a smaller percentage of the food that we get each day comes from government. But really, we are private, um, supported by everyday folks um, across this region, really across the country even. Wow. In terms of how many people, let's talk numbers for a second. Um, across this region, you said that we serve southeastern Pennsylvania, southern New Jersey, mm-hmm. nearly half a million people, 500,000 people are food insecure. So that means that- Sorry, I got to ask you this question. I have to. For someone who was born and raised in another country where I understand, uh, where we understand poverty, with the United States of America supposedly supposedly being the one of the wealthiest on earth, why are there so many hungry people in this country? You're asking... You're asking the right question. And the reality is people will talk about systematic issues around around classism, around racism that have led to um, people being hungry in this country. So the reality is across this country, every single state 
has food insecurity, even in our area, every single county. We know that in Pennsylvania, Chester County is the quote unquote richest, but 6% of the people in Chester County are food insecure. But there's not a zip code a, a county across this country that doesn't have people who on some, you know, for one day, one week, whatever it is, have a trouble, have trouble making ends meet. And it's interesting you say, like, why is that possible here? I mean, our name, our name says it, right? Fill abundance, right? It's about kind of the fill part is about the love that we know from sister, um, city of brotherly love and sisterly affection. The abundance part is we know there's enough food to feed people. In fact, our founder, her idea was, I see all this food that's still healthy and safe and all these people that are hungry. How do we match those up? So that's how we started was trying to match up this abundance of our country with the reality that people have a hard time making ends meet. You know, uh, there's a whole team and in uh, Washington, D.C. right now uh, getting ready to interview folks at the White House. And really, in, in terms of understanding what this next election is about and why we need to vote. The apathy here is incredible, but I understand it. I understand it because we're, there's a lot of talking heads. There's a lot of political conversation. And yet we don't, the, 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 the message doesn't match what we're talking about here. People are still struggling. Uh, the, the, the 1% of the wealthiest people in this country could feed everybody for years. So how do we get them to, 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 and, and really only have to take a, a small portion of their wealth to help all these other people? When, 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 when we talk about this level of, of food insecurity, not just in Pennsylvania, but across the country, what is the message that we're sending to our people here? You know, when we want them to vote and yet they're hungry and, and, uh, 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 experiencing homelessness and all these things that are going on, what is the message that we want to send and what drives you each and every day that you're sitting at full abundance answering the call for people who are hungry? I'm going to say something that may be a little bit surprising to you. And that is um, we saw during COVID, mm-hmm. during the kind of darkest days of COVID, we actually saw the government help can help. And that so means, how do we so how do we keep it going? So that's the thing. And so I'm glad that folks are at the White House today. I was at the White House a couple of weeks ago. We, you know, the White House and I, I will credit um, the bipartisan because we we're an apolitical at Philippines, yes. a bipartisan group that came together and said, let's have another White House conference on hunger, nutrition and health. So here's the thing, Andrea, I'm a historian by training. So I'm going to give you a little history. About 55 years ago or so, there was the first White House conference on hunger. And as a result of the policies that came out of that and that conference, um, food insecurity um, dropped dramatically because that's where the idea of food stamps was born. Mm. We now call that the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program. So the idea is supposed to be supplemental. It's supposed to be a little bit of extra help for people each month to supplement their costs. So that's what happened 55 plus years ago. Mm. Then a couple of years ago, government came together and said, we're going to have another one. We're Mm. trying to figure out what's next big idea. How do we come together across government at every level of government and say, what strategies can we put in place? And honestly, I'm excited that right here in Philly, we're doing some of those things. Absolutely. I, I, I am so proud of the work that you all are doing. And, and quite frankly, instead of coming up with the next big idea, how can we keep it going? Right. How can we keep it going as we see more and more people are experiencing homelessness and, and uh, food insecurity? Hold on one second. When we come back, I'll, I'll let you address that. And then I want you to tell me how people can access food from full abundance. Is that all right? 
Absolutely. All right. All right. Hold on one second, please. You are listening to The Source on WURD, Progressive Black Talk Media, on air and online at wordradio.com. I am Andrea Lawful Sanders. We will back be back with Lori Jones <laughs> right after these messages. You're listening to The Source with Andrea Lawful Sanders on Word Radio. Streaming live on wordradio.com and the Word Radio app. Welcome back to The Source on WURD, Progressive Black Talk Media, on air and online at wordradio.com. If you're just joining us, I am Andrea Lawful Sanders, your host, Mondays through Fridays from 5 to 7 a.m., Lori Jones Brown from Phil Abundance. We are having a great conversation about food insecurity, what that means to us. She stated that every county across Philadelphia, southeastern Pennsylvania, really across the country are experiencing some level of, uh, you know, um, food insecurity, which means simply means hunger. We give cute names to things. We're hungry. We are hungry and trying to figure out how to eat. Um, and so the question, a couple of questions that I asked her, right, was how do people access full abundance? And the other question I'm going to ask is what are your challenges? Because as you described what was going on around the country and that, you know, you had a whole conversation at the White House, uh, a couple of years ago when you saw them giving money to people, there were people complaining, you're doing handouts, people should be able to feed themselves kind of thing, right? Um, and what does that mean as you're dealing, doing in this work? How can people access full abundance? Yeah, so the easiest way is for people to visit our website, fillabundance.org. And on that, there's a find food link. Um, there's also a number, and I'll pull it up now, where you can text to find out, um, you know, where you can find something in your neighborhood. And chances are within, I would say, a five minute walk <laughs> of everybody who's listening, there is a pantry, a soup kitchen who on any day of the week is providing access to food. So churches, the church I go to, I go to Enon. Enon has an emergency pantry at, um, at um, the Colter Street Church, but across this region, we have people um, who are incredible volunteers that are ensuring people have access to food. And what I love about it, Andre, if you go to a bunch of them, like Babashi um, right there on Spring Garden, led by Sabrina Tate, who's amazing. Um, you go in, it's a shopping experience. There's no, it's, it's, you go in, you get to pick, it's not, oh, you just take whatever you have. The reality is we want to make sure people have access to fresh, healthy food that's nutritious in a dignified way. So the food you're going to find that people are giving out is the same kind of food you and I would want for our families. Where's Hibachi located? Hibachi is right on Spring Garden, like 11th, 10th in Spring Garden. It's a phenomenal organization. Okay. And, and the phone number where people can call? I'm going to dig that out for you because I was okay. not prepared right. with that. But right. no worries. Website no worries. Don't have it. As, as you're digging, tell mm -hmm. me what are your challenges, you know, in doing this work? Um, so I'm going to tell you the phone number real quick. There's a phone number, a Why Hunger phone number, 1-800-548-6479. Um, People can actually text that number um, to find out um, where in their neighborhood they can find food. 1-800-548-6479. Yeah. Write that down for me, please, uh, Fahim, because you know they're going to call. 1-800-548-6479. And that's Why Hunger, correct? Why Hunger, yep. That's correct. Okay. All right. So what are the challenges in, you know, you have to have a heart for people. Let me start there. Because if you don't have a heart for people, you'll do this work with disdain, right? And clearly you love people. What, what are the challenges that you're experiencing and how are you navigating around those challenges? 
Yeah, you know, the first and foremost is making sure that we are, that I, my team, that all of us are really centering people who are food insecure. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we believe that people who are experience challenges are the ones who, be, who should be co-creating them, right? And so for us, our first kind of mantra at Phil Abundance is people experiencing hunger at the center of what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we are about adjusting our operations, our mindset, the food that we provide to really meet their needs. Yeah. Um and Andrea, to give you a tangible way we did that a couple of years ago, we came up with what we call our good food policy, where we challenge ourselves first and foremost to provide more nutritious food, to increase nutritional value of the food that we provide. So our standard is at least 85% of the food that you're getting from Phil Abundance is food insecure. Why? Some people say, why is it only 85%? Because if there's a snack, if there's a, you know, if there's a, a, a cupcake or cookie or something like that, that's not considered, food, you know, nutritious, but people can still have access to it. Yeah. The second is, Culture responsive. Andrea, you go around this region, you know, we are incredibly diverse. A couple blocks from where my office is, there are multiple Asian Asian languages spoken, right? And so we know that we live in a diverse community. So we want to make sure that we're providing people with the the flavors, the the tastes and flavors that they they want from their homes, from their homes, whether they be here or kind of across across the world, frankly. So culture diverse. Then we want to make sure that we're accessing the food from local sources, from women-owned, minority-owned sources. So last year we spent with a special, with some special funds, we spent dollars with Farmer John, right, an African American woman who started a farm. Out yes, in Texas, I know who right? he is. So we're purchasing from her, right? And then finally, access. We want to make sure that it's easier for people to access the food. So what are the times that these pantries are open? We're doing more and more home delivery for folks um, to make it make sense for people. Because the other thing I want to really highlight is who's hungry. I said over half a million people, every one of us listening knows somebody who's hungry or we've been there ourselves. It's even if it is, you know, somebody who during the pandemic was had to close down their beauty shop. Right. Yeah. It was somebody who was a restaurant or somebody who lost their side hustle. It's yeah. it's somebody who has more, as we say, month than money. Uh-huh. Right. Um, they're often working. Right. We are often working um, and have the challenges that all of us do. And so for our for what we're trying to do is realize that we need to center this work. Everything we're doing for people are food insecure. And they are all of us. They're all of us. I love that. What I love about your leadership is that you're constantly shifting to understand and meet the needs of the people who have the needs, that you don't just get there and sit there and and, and just, you know, move on. I love the good food policy. The refrigerators that we see around the city, is that a part of Full Abundance too? It, it's actually not, but I love that they happen. Um, yes. The community fridge movement is out of, I think, the New York area. And so um, it's great. People with a refrigerator out, people put in, people take out as they need. Now, I'm going to say something like I mentioned we're across the country. We're part of a national organization called Feeding America, um, who has a phenomenal CEO, Claire Babineau-Fontenot. She is a powerhouse. Um, and one of the things that we have at Phil Abundance is we have certain standards for our pantries. So I said we're kind of, we've got 350 of them across this region. We also, Feeding America monitors us, we monitor them. And the reality is, just like you want to make sure that you, the grocery store you go to or the restaurant you go to is meeting certain health standards, mm-hmm. we are monitoring all of our entities to make sure they're health standards. They're certain health standards. So, and among those health standards, I have to say, the standards we have, is it healthy? Is food properly refrigerated? Those kinds of things. Are food left up, lifted up off the floor? Do people distributing it? have access to have certain certifications for safe food handling. Um, but we also have civil rights training that's required. Um, you better call, tell me more. Say more, please. Yeah, um, we have civil rights training that's required. The reality is when you come and access food at a site that we provide food to, 
people can't say, you know, are you a certain religion? Are you a certain background, a certain gender, certain sexual identity? The reality is our food is open and free for all. And so we actually have a requirement that all of us, that our our pantries all do um, civil rights training on a biannual basis. That's awesome. So if somebody walks in dressed to the nines and asks to get from the food pantry, you dare not ask them. You dare not turn up your nose and say, you don't look like you need. I'm perfect. I love it. And and that is. And that goes back to the first question you asked me about how we're funded. Mm-hmm. Most of our funding, most of our food comes from private donations, donations of food and of funds. We do have a couple of programs we run that are provided by government. Now, so those government programs, a senior program, something called the Emergency Food Assistance Program or FAP, that some small percentage that requires that you sign off some income eligibility. But most of our food is really for anybody. So that means it's open to people who come from diverse backgrounds from around the country, who we know sometimes are more leery of signing documents. They yes. can have access to government food. That's what that is. I knew I liked you for a reason. <laughs> I appreciate that. What drives you? This you know, is about you now. What drives you, Lori? Um, so, you know, I grew up in a culture and a family and a household that believed in giving back. Um, and that was really reinstilled and reinstated in me through every experience I had. So whether it's from my church, from my high school, at Girls High, we were service-minded. At Spelman, we're teaching women to lead. And I already mentioned my church as well. Um, my mom also come from a household of educators. My mom taught in the Philadelphia School District for 40 years. And I have to encourage you, you go to Phil Abundance's YouTube channel. There's a great video of my mom talking about ensuring that kids that she was leading in schools, whether as a principal or as a teacher, got access to food. And so she definitely- All those years ago to all these years later. Yep. Lori, thank you so much. It was a pleasure. She wanted to know how I have this much energy first thing in the morning. I wake up like Tigger. The wonderful thing about Tigger is that Tigger's a wonderful thing. But by six o'clock in the evening, I'm like, nope, (laughs) I'm ready to go to bed. So thank you so, so, so much for what was an interesting and enlightening interview. Um, You know, I've talked to a lot of seniors this past weekend who say they don't know how to use the access. They can't access and buy and, and, and do apps and all those things, which is why everybody that I interview, I ask them if there's a phone number. 1-800- Five four eight six four seven nine, and you can text to find out where the locations are. Uh, uh, you know, with this number, you can use this number to text to. Yes, one eight hundred five four eight six four seven nine, and the and the website is fullabundance dot dot org dot org. Sometimes it's dot net. Sometimes you know, so it's fullabundance p h i l a b u n d a n c e dot org. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. You'll hear from me soon outside of the radio. Okay. All right. Thanks so much. You're welcome, my sister. Have an amazing day. You Bye. too. You've been listening to Word Radio On Demand. Listen live at 96.1 FM, 900 AM, and online at wordradio.com.